Welcome to Combo Keepers, where we talk about combo characters, their history, and their impact on our lives. I'm Lance, and today we are returning to the Crisis on Infinite Crossovers format, and I get the pleasure, the honor, of bringing in some of my favorite podcasters in the game, the Anime Assassins, the Manga Marauders, the Waifu Warriors themselves, Mac East and Jay West. What is up, fellas? Coming to you live from the waifu dungeon, dripped out in some manga verse. It's your favorite chibi character. It's your boy Jay West here with the only guy I know to look zombie mecha Godzilla Hulk in the face and live. <laughs> Mac East, hey yo, it's me, Mac East. What's up, everybody? I'm excited to talk uh, manga verse. It's it's, it's something. amazing. It's something. It <laughs> it's is something. It, it is an experience. And this has been coming for a while now. The three of us have been talking about, like, what comic could we do a crossover for? Because, of course, with your show going over, like, talking about anime, dive into some manga that you're reading, too. So this kind of fell perfectly into that realm. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's a weird crossover portal that none of us wanted to really stick our heads in. Like, ah. Oh. I like came across one of these issues in a in a collection that me and a buddy bought because when we were doing like reselling a while ago. And I still have it. I have the the first issue of this. And since then I was like, oh man, kinda need to cover this on the show at some point. No, it's cool. It's an interesting concept, interesting idea. I just think that's where it stops. Yeah, that <laughs> that's where, where it stops, man. Oh, this was and I there are cheeks. I guess we'll get into it, but there are a couple things that I had to keep reminding myself of, like when this came out. Yes, um, nah, man, there's... nah, this, I, this <laughs> they, ah, there's a lot of things I cannot excuse or let go. Like this is just, uh, uh, I don't know. Whenever you want to get into it, I'm ready to start tearing people down. Yeah, yeah. Before we dive into it, do you two want to talk a little bit about We Get Dubbed? Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, go for <laughs> I it. Guess, I guess we should do that. Uh, yeah, where We Get Dubbed, we are an anime podcast. It's harder than a Goku gut punch. Bam! Uh, and yeah, we, we cover Chainsaw Man right now. We cover yes. My Hero. We, yes. cover, we cover whatever we want. We got uh, our big thing right now. We're doing an anime theme song tournament. Biggest anime meet of all time. <laughs> it's Just amazing. We're crowning an anime theme song with that. Um, by the time this is dropping, we're probably down to our, the final two. But wild. we have a whole backlog full of... Oh, this has been going it's, on it, for a year. We dude, we started this in January. <laughs> parties in the waifu dungeon don't stop. We just keep it going. So yeah, because we started with qualifiers of Bleach, Naruto, you know, all the ones that have yeah. a lot of anime theme songs, and we kind of whittled that down to two each. We have a nice little from the big three, and then yeah, and then we get into a sixty-four uh, song tournament, uh, and yeah. yeah, that's been fun. So check that out. Also. We do another podcast called Piece by Piece, where we document our experiences and thought processes going through the One Piece universe. Um, I'm a first time watcher, and I go in completely blind. And uh, yeah, Mac East has seen it three fucking times. Jeez, dude, cursing man. Oh, part of my language. <laughs> Whatever. Also, yeah, uh, we are we are very explicit. I podcast. I caught up on the manga too, so I'm all in on. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to warn people like that might think that we are. For the kids. We are not for the kids. Hide your kids. <laughs> we curse a lot. 
Yeah, it's really funny though. But I I can't recommend your show enough. It's hilarious. There's lots of sound bites and clips that get thrown around, and it's hilarious. So, if you enjoy anime, if you enjoy manga, definitely go check out We Get Dubbed. And uh, you could also hear my cat meowing like. There you go. Oh, Sam, you gotta go. You gotta go, Ombre. She's trying to talk in the mic. Sorry, Lance. (laughs) (laughs) She is right on the mic. She she wants to get in, in on it too. Crisis. 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 On Infinite Crossovers. Like every other episode of Crisis on Infinite Crossovers, this episode is dedicated to the life, legacy, and memory of George Perez, the absolute king of crossovers and comics. Just always wanting to kind of keep him in our memories just because he was an absolute legend. That is a beautiful little sentiment because yeah. he, he was dope. He's yeah. a guy. He's incredible. He did he did so many amazing things and multiple things that we've already covered on this style of episode. So let's jump straight into kind of like what are your overall thoughts on the eight issues we read? Because we have <laughs> we have uh, these particular issues. So we have uh, eight. First one is uh, Marvel Mongaverse New Dawn. Then we have Avengers Assemble, Fantastic Four, Ghost Riders, Punisher, Spider-Man, X-Men, Twilight, and then Eternity Twilight. So each of these were loosely connected. The first and the last issue are more of like follow-up issues, and the middle is more of standalones, but they are still occurring in the same world. And I guess we might want to explain a little bit about what this is, is that during uh, this particular time period, and I'm trying, I think it first came out in 2000 or 2002. Uh, actually, I think it started in 2000 and ended in 2002. That Marvel was like, hey, let's do a comic, but in a manga style format. Except it's not in manga style format. They're just, <laughs> they're just drawn like if they were manga characters. More uh, like anime, ca- and it's not even like it's not even that half the time. Okay, bro, this is where my first fucking gripe comes in. I, I, I'm cursed. I'm sorry. It's okay. I hate some of these design. These designs are borderline abysmal. Okay. Yes. yes. Ugh, Ghost Rider. You we talked about this. Ghost no, Rider. We're when we get to that Ghost Rider episode, we are going to go off because <laughs> that one made me just mad. That one just made no, me so hey, mad. Singing Johnny Storm made me infuriated. Uh, that whole Fantastic Four one, garbage. But y'all. oh my god, I couldn't. Even, it they took Invisible me. Invisible Woman looked pretty dope. That was really hard for me to read the Fantastic Four one. It just it was so much science jargon just being thrown there around. There was. There <laughs> definitely tried was. Way too hard with that storyline. I hated it. I really did not like a lot of it. But we got some cool stuff. Want to start talking about the opening of the first comic? Yeah, yeah. So let's start with the opening. It sounds like you have some ideas on that already. So how about you start it off? Man, I don't know. I just think any comic that opens up with, like, you got Spider-Man chilling, and then all of a sudden we get Kaiju Hulk? What? And big, what? And big booby Tony Stark for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> for some to, reason, why not? <laughs> I used to have a card of this exact Hulk from, like, the 90s. It was this weird see-through card. It was, like, a Hulk with a tail, and I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And, yo straight up i i don't like the tail aspect of it like i mean he's like godzilla it's i know it's too much like godzilla it's basically godzilla yes it thought that's the whole point but hulk is so cool dude it's a pacific rim fight this is around the same time that movie dropped yep 100 percent. iron man's dope that's a hulkbuster suit it's a damn gundam no it is It's it's a gundam versus godzilla that's the cross and it's a hulk 
Godzilla versus Marvel Iron Man Gundam. What what more could you want? Well, that's not what it ends up being. So <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this like arc that they have does a lot of like great concept ideas, and then what you think you're about to get ends very abruptly. Yes. Yeah, and and the first issue spends. Look, I'm not opposed to exposition and stuff, but it's like really trying to set up this like world and there's and it doesn't really matter in the long run. Like the well of energy or whatever it was called, like it, what does it matter to me? Like this, this pre like blackout war thing that supposedly happened, like none of it actually really colors the act, the story that's happening now in any interesting way. I was just like, you spent so much time setting up this, this like world and you didn't really set up the characters all that well. And then you, you just, things just kind of start snowballing and happening. Like, I don't want to like jump ahead, but Dormammu coming out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> I will say, I freaking love that Dormammu design though. No, that his was... design is awesome. That's he's the cool, to me, he was the best, like a uh, reimagining of the oh, whole, no, 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 whole no, no, book. No, 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 no. And that is fallacy. <laughs> fallacy. Shame on both of you. I did not like that Dormammu. No? Man. No, that, that was amazing. Man. I like it. Yeah, he's got like floating heads in the middle of his stomach. Man, it's good. It's amazing. <laughs> it's it's cool, but I don't know. For me, it's not Dormammu. There wasn't enough of his like his weird pumpkin, weird red face. Nah, I don't I, know how to describe. They it. took a lot of liberty. I mean, look look at Venom. Nah, yeah. <laughs> don't even talk to me about. Don't talk to me about my baby. They murdered him. They the murdered Venom him. design frustrated me quite a bit. I was like, that doesn't look anything like Venom whatsoever. And it was just so generic looking. Like uh-huh. it was. I'm at, like. I don't want. I don't want to keep jumping ahead. I know we're on one, but it's uh, all good. Yeah, some of these, some of these designs, man. They're like, okay, in, in the first episode, first episode, in the first <laughs> comic, we get Vision. Vision is the worst character in the series. Yeah, that's my god. This that's is actually trash. the second one. That's actually cheeks. the second one. This is straight cheeks. Yeah, Vision's a bad one. Vision's the worst. It also, doesn't even look like Vision. Also, a decent amount of the X Men didn't look great. The X Men, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, but Fantastic Four is the worst group out of all of them. That is that. Oh, oh well, I, to down. me, it was story wise what they did to them more than. Like, now, nah, for me, it's like you, you, you took liberties. You abused my babies. Like, I, why would you do this? And it's like it's Marvel that's making this. It's like it's not even like you could be like there's some cultural differences and you could blame it on Japan. <laughs> No, that's not what's happening here. Well, you could blame it on Japan for inspiring these guys. These, yo, it's like, like I don't know. There's like a guy that was working at Marvel, and he just happened to be a weeb and had all these weird ideas. And he just went in his old high school notebook and was like, "I'm gonna draw." All of <laughs> and that's what we got: his weird high school no, nonsense. That's what he, I, yo, Vision is the worst. It doesn't look like Vision at all. Yeah, it's a, that was a weird choice. It's got, I don't know, whatever. I'm sorry. They definitely take liberties with a lot of the powers in here, too, because Vision's powers in this, he's just a kid that has a suit that can, it's basically more Ant-Man than anything else. He can, like, shrink down and, like, or he, his density yeah. changes. He changes his density. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which actually has a, that's, like, one of my, fi- it's not a great moment, but that's, because these fights in his books are kind of whatever. But he has a cool moment in the fight. He's getting like pressed with a tank, mm-hmm. and then he's like, he's like trying with all his might to be like super dense. And he's like, you know what? I'll go the other way. And he just like goes into the tank, and he's like, I can go the other way too. And he like grabs. It was a cool moment. Like that was like out of all the fights, like that's one of the like ones uh, moments in the fights that really stand out for him. Nice. Yeah, that part was really cool. All right, I guess I guess we should talk a little bit about like the setup for these issues. So the first issue, New Dawn. 
we we find out that Captain America is actually President Rogers. So <laughs> we, we get an Avenger that's literally the President of the United States. Which they which they don't mention again. And it, it, he in the next book when he's like part of the what do they call it? The metal event what is it the well they are so they're still the avengers but then they uh, get the oh, what are their mechs called like the iron yeah the iron avengers or something but yeah, yeah. They, but I, uh, captain america is on that team and he's just like a regular guy like you wouldn't know he's president if you started no, with that book at they, all. they don't talk about it ever <laughs> again outside of the first book also tony stark in the first book they tell us tony stark's missing He's a head. And then in he's the next book, head. he's just a floating head. Yes. And I'm like, what's happening here? Well, yeah. because they don't, I, I think you're not supposed, like, the, the public doesn't know that Tony Stark's a floating head. Yeah, but head. Antonia, what's her name? Antoinette. Antoinette Stark. I kept trying to tell my wife her name, and I kept messing. I don't know the female Tony. I just know her as Tony. <laughs> yeah, it's just Tony Tony with an eye. Yeah. <laughs> but she's the one who says that he's missing. He he went missing since the blackout wars or whatever. Yeah, I mean then you find out that he's a floating head. It makes perfect <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah, so uh Tony Stark, Tony with an eye, has taken over Stark Industries and they are working on this project where it's like it's called like the energy well. And they originally tried to make it one time before, but it was being led by Baron Strucker. Hydra was Hydra was a part of it and they tricked Banner or supposedly tricked Banner into yeah. developing it. But in the issue, you see Banner wearing a freaking Hydra band. Yeah, yo. Wild. I saw that. I was like, yo, <laughs> it made no sense. <laughs> that was in- not, I don't want to say intense, but when you see it, it's, it's kind of striking. It's very like, weird. Oh. <laughs> it's very off-putting. Cause he's wearing it like a Nazi. Like, yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> Hydra, <laughs> like literal wearing a Nazi band in this and he's like i had no idea wow that part i was like <laughs> had no idea no idea all right banner uh and then of course we get a lot of fan service which is to be expected in in yeah, tony in with an eye is just naked like half the issue for some reason yeah she has to take a shower after getting out of the <laughs> Uh, iron suit like out of her uh, you know and uh but of course covered in the token ways of metal bars like wrapping around her of course uh and and then you find out that that energy well was connected to like this negative zone and all this crazy stuff was about to happen and that's what led to that blackout and then there was a blackout wars and then tony with a y stark went missing and then you find out later that he is just a head now and Tony runs Stark Industries, and she's trying to rebuild this thing for some stupid reason. Like, yes, there's no good reason why she's doing it. Like, no, it started like a a cataclysmic war the last time. But yeah, let's do it again. Why not? Yeah, it. And she's like collecting geniuses too. She's like they mentioned like I think Wasp is like her sister. I guess that was weird. I, yeah, was that it? I was confused by the Wasp. Man. Then is Ant Man who plays guitar? He's like Dude, a rock star. Don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah, don't even get me started. That can control his army of ants with his shredding abilities. But he's also like a famous rock star. Like it's so weird. Of he can control ants. <laughs> um, and the other person is uh, Banner is on the team. Yeah. And then they also bring in uh, T'Challa. So T'Challa is also. Oh yeah. I forgot he's in it because he doesn't do anything. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't do anything in the first issue. And then they show him again in the last issue, and he also still doesn't really do anything. Yeah, he he, tr- he transforms. And I'm like, what a missed opportunity because they could have had like a cool anime transformation. 
Nope, we don't see it. He just. Right, you know what? You know what though? I, I take this back. T'Challa might have the worst, and like the the face, the panther face is disgusting. Yeah, it's not yeah. great. It, it's so it's weird because like the body looks awesome, and he empower like he's powered by the spirit of the Black Panther, which is cool. But it's like fact that he transforms into a hybrid well, panther is like, that's what they're going for is dude that... it's like killer instinct it doesn't make any sense they Why? hit on the same anime trope like the entire time like yeah. giant robots transformations like yeah. that's what they think anime is yeah. um, <laughs> he's pretty much a were panther in this thing yeah. yeah which i'm okay with that's kind of cool yeah it is but you also find out, like you said earlier that the iron iron man suit that they're building is just a gigantic gundam sized mech rather than it just being a regular suit which is pretty incredible i i really dug that no i wish tony stark would build a giant robot who's he gonna fight galactus maybe no we don't no we don't <laughs> thing fang foom nah man this whole kaiju just proves that kaiju should never be in the marvel <laughs> universe because it's just way too devastating they're not equipped for that if if we ever do get a mech versus galactus it needs to be that sequence like in uh grin logan where he just like gets into a bigger mech and then a bigger mech and then a bigger <laughs> mech until it's just like a gigantic spacecraft that turns into the next I mean, i could see i could see tony doing something like that like a shield <laughs> like space base carrier that just gets on the yes iron, that like, would be yeah. awesome the hulkbuster suit and he's wearing like these giant missile shoulders yeah we're just we're just giving out ideas for phase twenty four or whatever it'll be by the time we get to this. Uh, and then we also get a, a flashback to the the like the blackout war where Iron Man Tony Iron Man is battling against Namor for New York. So of course Namor is in this and he is trying to basically take over the world again he wants to take over land and battle against everyone that's just on once yeah, again, once again he's Namor. played as like kind of a good guy but like misunderstood but also his his design he never does anything like he sucks misunderstood his sucks it sucks it sucks his, his storyline sucks it's like dude he's one of the coolest characters you had a very simple template and you ruined it. Yeah, Why him, did you ruin it? You know what he looks like? He kind of looks like a Teen Titan character. Nah, you know who he reminds like... me of? I'm going to take it back. Dexter's Laboratory. Remember Monkey? Monkey, <laughs> the, the chick that used to date the monkey with the hair, with the tight black shirt? That's he's who he reminds me of. of. Vibes. Yeah, but he's just so like plain looking. and it's terrible, son. He's got the Vegeta Widow's Peak. But he he's does, got, okay, like, I, I wrote that in my notes because in the final issue of this arc, <laughs> he 100% looks so much like Vegeta. He even has his arms crossed with a huge Widow's Peak. <laughs> and then as he's flying away to go do something, like Strucker's like, go my prince or something like that. Well, exactly. Oh, word, yeah. Yeah. Tony is, uh, well, no, not Tony. Peter is Goku. Peter is totally Goku. Yeah, well... No, we're going to get to that at the end. I'm going to blow your mind. Okay, I'm excited. It's totally Goku. I'm excited to hear that one. Uh, on top of Baron Von Strucker that we get in this, we also get... And, and Namor, we get Mordo. And I, I got to say, I was kind of digging his design because he kind of looks like a djinn. Yeah. yeah, he looks awesome. And then he kind of gets jobbed out pretty quickly. He does. But he looks cool. He looks cool, man. Yeah. They did a lot of cool things with like the evil looking characters. Dude, the magic space fight, I yes. was like, I need that. And then it was yep. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, like in this, we learn like Mordo's using magic, but then he basically is able to like use magic to create a virus that's going to infect this like Stark Island 
that they they're eventually going to invade because all the villains in this end up working <laughs> together to try and invade Stark Island. There, there are a lot of characters got your head spinning. Exactly, it's just too, especially for a first issue. Let's focus on one character at least, and kind of nah, it's all over the place. Kind of the main character is kind of Banner, but like then he doesn't really. I don't uh, this know. is the problem with these like when you just narrow something down to like six or eight issues, it's like why would you cram this many stories? Yeah. Like I get like you might think like we might not have another opportunity. Let's just try to get as many characters in, but I feel like it. Like just the story suffered. So you know much. how to get another opportunity? Make a good first. Up- well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not get, let's not blow all our ideas in one shot. Like, I let's, hear you, I hear you. let's let's build something, and then you know maybe they, people they want did the opposite. They no, were they were like, like here's every idea. Yeah, right? like, yeah, chaos. Yeah. Did you did you notice that in like Mordo's area or like lab or whatever, he freaking has a Pikachu in a jar. No, go, go right back now. to that page where they first intro introduced Mordo. There is a Pikachu in a jar, and it's like next to a whole bunch of other jars that have other things in them. But like, as soon as you find out, like they introduce Mordo, then they introduce Black Widow as a villain along with the Executioner. Oh yeah, she's in this too. <laughs> yeah, Black Widow's in this, end, but she's a villain still. Oh, he does. Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. Right, wait, wait, that's wait, wait, cool. Wait. That's a cool oh, Easter egg. Yeah. If you missed that one, you might have missed the next one I'm about to bring up too. Because as soon as we get introduced to Black Widow and the Executioner in this, it jumps over to Doctor Strange and Tigra, who are basically like in their version of the Sanctum Sanctorum, but it's in space. And if you look at that page, there is... Okay, so in this world, there's already Pikachus in jars. Doctor Strange has a freaking Pikachu being dissected on a table. Oh, Holy he crap, he does. Yo, that's awesome. So yeah. I don't know what like Marvel has against the like, <laughs> Pokemon in general, specifically Pikachu, but it it's a bit much. They were taking a shot. Well, we'll stuff. we'll get into it, but I when you think of like the animes that were popular at this time, Pokemon was like taking over the world. Yeah. So I could see why they have like the, the you know, I don't want to say shots, but these weird Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Marvel dissecting edgy the anime. Easter well, eggs. Because no, it's like, <laughs> all right, no, we're gonna dice, you know, we're gonna kill the your anime culture by yeah. delivering it better, but they failed massively. <laughs> in that same panel, though, in like the bottom right corner, you can like whoever the person that was writing this one was clearly or drawing it was clearly a fan of doctor who because there's a tardis there is a dalek there's a cyberman and then i think there's also this isn't doctor who but it there i think there's a stargate in the room too that would be dope there's like a bunch of stuff over on that right side i don't see the Stargate. oh yeah i see the stargate oh damn wow yeah i i don't watch doctor who but there's a gorilla with horns i gotta say the the most (laughs) weeby thing i gotta say though like black widow could Get it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's a badass looking character. But Doctor Strange, Aaron, Final Fantasy X. Yeah, he's got that vibe for sure. Let's go. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, yo, I, he looks way too much like a Final Fantasy character. I actually enjoyed sunglasses. His face is yeah. in his coat like this. <laughs> I on. actually enjoyed this version of Doctor Strange. He's a little, a little too I like hated it. I didn't edgy. Like it that much. But I, I think he's. I don't, I don't know. He was I, he brought more to the table for me than a lot of these other characters did. I mean, he definitely had the most impactful ending, so to say. Like he's a 
key factors of the story. I mean, yeah. as usual. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, you... All right. I'm, I'm about to go off on this, man. Just go on, guys. <laughs> yeah. So at this point is when Mordo starts to infect Stark Island to allow all these enemies to start come to this area. And uh, Strange figures it out and teleports Mordo out of there. Not in, soon enough, but like he takes Mordo and then he breaks Mordo's arms. Yeah, you think that's the space fight? Like you're like, oh, all right, what's Mordo gonna do? Like now nah, he's got no arm, and then he just Nothing. can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> like Strange is like, you can't cast spells with no arms, and then I thought, oh, Mordo is gonna come out with something cool, and nah, he's like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I can't do anything. <laughs> uh, and then I wanted to ask both of you. So Tigra in this series, so anthropomorphic, obviously, just like the comic, is a tiger woman hybrid thing. What? anime character did she remind you of because mm. i have one written down and i i'm curious if you think of the same one you know i don't have a good answer i didn't tie it to any anime character I, so i'm, I'm look, very i was getting some vibes but i could i never really no 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 i want to hear this what, who you got who you got i am- immediately thought of aisha clan clan from outlaw star oh no, wow that's why. yeah you're right man yeah Hundred percent. Damn, vi- her vibe <laughs> is totally that character, like the super yeah, happy, but then like, like hardcore fighter. Yeah, and also like yeah, hundred percent, man. Damn. Yeah, that's of this time for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I just fucking I love Outlaw hit Star. Hit me on the head. Yeah, and I'm still upset that people didn't vote for Outlaw Star theme song in the tournament. More. It should have gone further. It's better than it's better than Cowboy Bebop. It's better. It is better. It is. Yeah. Better no, than I regretted that a lot actually. But no way. I was on. I was on that side. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so to, to finish out this first issue, uh, Black Widow ends up kidnapping Bruce Banner because they their evil team needs him for something. And uh, what ends up happening is Bruce ends up like having these like flashback things. And then all of a sudden we get a giant Kaiju size Godzilla Hulk that appears Amazing. that with the appears pointy in chin with pointy chin beard that appear- appears in pretty much every one of these issues in some way or another. because he's a frigging Kaiju. He's destroying <laughs> Manhattan. Yeah, but he it's... broke the Gundam's fist with his face. What do you mean? He's the, he's the driving force behind the comics. Oh no, no. Yes, he is. He's the, yo, he is the freezer of this comic series. What are you talking about, son? His existence doesn't what are you even make about? sense. His existence doesn't make sense. His existence is meant to, it, he's literally the driving force for the ending factor, no, for no. the ending hero. What are you talking about, son? No. What are you a, talking he's about? He's a plot device. He's not even a character. What are you, t- <laughs> not a character at all. Oh, God. Also, like, five out of, Eight of these people who drew Hulk in this, like in each his, his appearances, was terrible. Oh yeah, he was, he was terrible in Ghost Rider. He was he looked. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ones he looked bad. I, I do have a problem with one of the shots. I don't know. It, is this the one? Is this the one where he's walking in the water? Are we up to that issue yet? Well, yeah, where he's walking towards the Statue of Liberty. That yeah, and I, he gets fucking nuked. He gets nuked. He gets right. nuked. He gets nuked. That is the biggest problem. They nuked him, and then they're going into space and just fighting him again because he could survive a nuke. You, Yo, you could not go near that man. You couldn't go near the area. He hit it with a friggin' blast the size of... I don't even know. But it was huge, and it wasn't like, like an anime blast. It was clearly a nuke. 
I'm sorry that that whole scene just pissed me off because it was cool, but it's it's so impractical. <laughs> it's so impractical that you could just launch a nuclear assault on a kaiju and then just be like, oh, it didn't work, and then go fight. Nothing is practical about what we've read, Jay. Nothing. <laughs> well, welcome to anime, bitch. No, anime is practical sometimes. No, it's not. <laughs> wow. I also wanted to say we also get like a super short-lived version of the giant Iron Man mech versus the kaiju that Namor brings to Stark Island. Like there's this huge buildup of finally getting to use the giant Iron Man mech. And then just like two seconds later, it's destroyed. Yes. You know, and I don't want to get on a big rant, but like I haven't actually. You know you're going to have to deal with me. That's why. No, no, no. This is like kind of an aside a little bit. I don't know what happened in comics. I, I read like all these like old 60s, 70s comics and fights were like most of the issue. Yeah. Now, like it feels like the fights are always an afterthought in comics. Like even modern, even more modern comics than this. It's always like, oh, let's build up, build up, fight real quick. Two seconds, three panels. And then it's like over. And I'm like, where's the cool fight? Like we've been building to this fight for so long. And this this is like one of the worst yeah. offenders of that I've ever yeah, seen. Because it's bad. It builds fight over in a second builds fight over in a second and it just keeps happening or it never pays off ever like <laughs> which i know there's like this is kind of disjointed a little bit because i guess some of this got second issues i don't know we'll, um, we'll get into it yeah i'll talk about that okay. yeah, yeah yeah but what i did like though is that the iron man mech like the giant gundam size suit it's called the iron ava oh yeah Mwah! Yeah, so I like the things they throw in there. There's some Easter egg stuff in there for, like, anime fans that if you, like, you enjoy it. But at the same time, you're right. They're like, all this build up and then just, like, done. And that's pretty much how that issue ends is Iron Man gets obliterated by a kaiju that Namor brought. And so at this exact point in time, we have Namor is now invading the island because Mordo has lowered the defenses. Yeah. And then and then seven, six issues of not this. Um Yes. <laughs> and we we can fly we can fly through some of these because it, in between the first the first issue and the eighth issue of the series are kind of these one shot stories that the only interconnected part of them is that Hulk is walking basically in the background of their stories yeah. at times, and then they the the people that show up in here some of them show up in the final issue and that's the only connected part. How about how terrible Apocalypse's design was in the <laughs> Oh my, oh my gosh. When what were they doing? I, Why? I don't know what they were thinking with this one because I looked at it and like from like from the posterior view, you're like, oh man, what are they going to make his face look like? And then it looks like the most derpy character you could have yep. possibly drawn. He's just like, like off white. And it doesn't even, not only does he barely look like Apocalypse, but he doesn't look cool. Like, they didn't make a change for the better in any, in not one aspect. Like, (laughs) um, also, Juggernaut is in this, and that was a bad choice. Um, They just make Juggernaut like a robot. Yeah. Um, Very weird. uh, Yeah, and then I I was kind of confused by some of their powers, too, because they explained that um, Scarlet Witch, is it Scarlet Witch? Yeah, Scarlet Witch, she's an elementalist. Right, they say that, but then they keep talking about her curses and stuff, and I don't see her do anything with elements. She shoots fire once. Yeah. Um, but other than that, she doesn't do anything elemental at all. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Issue two, we'll run through this one pretty quick. Uh, so, it's Avengers Assemble, so you find out immediately that Tony Stark, Tony with a Y, is alive, he's just ahead, and he is a part of this Avengers team that includes 
uh, Captain America, who we no longer talk about him being the president, a Scarlet Witch, who we already said is an elementalist, Vision, who's a boy in a density-changing robot suit, and of course, Hawkeye, because Hawkeye always has to be included with an Avengers team. Which he doesn't do anything. Like <laughs> usual. I can't even doing? remember him in this outside of the first scene. <laughs> goggles. Oh, he has like a bow. Um, he sucks. A he uh, sucks. crossbow, right? Nah, man. Why would you bring him to this fight? I don't know. Whatever. Literally, he's the least capable person out of everybody. It's like, shit. I would rather bring nobody, all right? <laughs> well, I don't know. when you're going up against Apocalypse, Juggernaut... Let's bring Hawkeye, and uh, yeah, let's do that. I mean, Angel's there. Angel could could catch an arrow. Yeah, so it's (laughs) Apocalypse, Archangel, uh, Mr. Sinister, Juggernaut, and Emma Frost that are the villain team that are kind of going up against the Avengers. I forgot about Emma Frost. Hawkeye ain't on anybody's level. He could take out Archangel. Archangel just flies. Bro, that's like Joey Wheeler walking up to Broly. Like, why would... (laughs) No, no. Why would you do that, (laughs) This whole team is uh, Tony Stark is explaining how there there's this giant now Hulk that is walking through uh, the city and they're like, hey, I created these mechs. So they're called the Iron Avenger suits and they're just these huge like vehicles at this point in time. And they're like, how come we never got to use these before? And it's explained a way that Apocalypse would just be able to adapt their tech if they were to have used previously. By the way. Obviously, Apocalypse is still around, so I don't know why it matters or not, whether he... I don't know, whatever. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Tony Stark sends them to this island where he hid them, but they have to get through these defenses. Defenses are already down because this evil team was already sent by Apocalypse to go over there. There's a battle for the mechs, and we already talked about earlier, pretty much the coolest thing from this moment is that we get to see this version of Vision basically being whooped by a tank, but then phasing through and taking over the mech. Yeah, it was the most like let's use your powers in a smart way kind of thing that I that is in this. Like, do you guys know who NFL Super Pro is? No. So Mar- Marvel did this like weird comic where it was like a football player that was a superhero, and it his name was NFL Super Pro. NFL Super Pro. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If you look that character up, then look up the way the design of this Captain America in this issue, they look exactly the same. Uh, wow. There might be a nod to that. There might be a little nod to There's that. just these, like, look, Cap has these, like, shoulder pads on in this issue. And then, like, the weird, like, v- visor thing in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Cap doesn't look great. He uh, doesn't, but he he's not the worst. He looks better than uh, Vision. Everyone looks better than Vision. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he doesn't look terrible. It's just it, it it's not really capturing the essence of Cap. Captured? Uh, Apocalypse does the Thanos I'll do it myself line because his team has lost to these version of the Avengers. He goes there, he is now a giant kaiju-sized version of Apocalypse, and then we get the trope the Voltron, the Power Rangers combination yep. of the Zords come together to form the ultimate Iron Man. And then we get a fight between this ultimate Iron Man and Apocalypse. And once again, it's like a one-two punch fights over. <laughs> and the these version of the Avengers can now start making their way to the city to go up against the Hulk. By the way, if it was that simple, why didn't they break this out earlier? Because apparently there was supposedly Apocalypse was the one they were hiding this from. And apparently you could just punch Apocalypse in the face and end it. Yeah, like, it doesn't even well, make it. They also bring up the fact that they're like, Apocalypse can just adapt this technology. He doesn't ever try to do that 
in the issue. No, he doesn't, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he shows up and he's like, hey, you want to punch me in the <laughs> face? And you punch him in the face and the fight's over. Because that would have literally, like, his power would have just ended the fight. Well, that's why I don't know why they put him in there. They could have been like, Apocalypse is dead. Now we can because use they this wanted Because they wanted to use the mech idea. They really, they went, it. they died on that hill. They really did. Just pick a different villain. Literally yeah, any other villain they could have used. And <laughs> be like, I don't know, this villain's big now. Yeah. I don't know. You could it have pulled a reader of pulses. So there's like a staff falls down in the sky, make my monster grow, and then you get the fight versus Ultimate Iron Man. Boom. Yeah, there you go. Done. Punch in the face. Over. So next issue we got is the Fantastic Four. Ugh. Yes. This was really my least favorite. I know, you, I know, Lance, you didn't like the Ghost Rider one. This one I didn't like at all. You put like I, you put this below the Ghost Rider one. Okay, Ghost Rider had worse art, but this comic was like God. I couldn't follow it. Like I, <laughs> I'm reading it. Okay, I like the framing device. I'll give it that. Yeah. Like this cool. Like they have like the interviews. The interviews yeah. Between. Mm-hmm. No, that was all really cool. But there's like this one year ago. Then there's this now time period, and then everybody's talking and like these like science jargons, like I mentioned before, and then like like. Reed Richards' power is just absurdly like complicated for no reason. He's smart if he like expands his brain with like I don't know. So I, I, I'll explain. I can go into that one because even though there's a lot of like convoluted parts to this storyline, I kind of liked some of the changes they made just because I knew they weren't going to do the exact same thing that they do in the comic. Well, I'm fine with that too. And obviously, they are making them kaiju fighters yes. in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they each of them use these like like uh, I guess we'll get into it. The one of the things that like bothered me in the beginning though is because they started talking about cheat codes into the fabric of reality. Like this company was trying to create ways of mutants in a way. Like they're trying to change the genetic code of humans, but then they just end up putting them in suits, and then they get these powers <laughs> just by putting energy into the suit, and then each of them have a different ability while they're in that suit so there was so convoluted for no yeah reason. so they're they were called meta so meta talent augmentation suits and then they all had these forms that they would get and those were called mega scale meta talent manifestations you see what i'm talking about <laughs> this is the this is the text boxes i'm sitting here trying to read like, <laughs> like you don't think that rolls off the tongue <laughs> Not only that, but then and then Reed in like the interviews is trying to like psychologically break down each character. So he's hitting you with like psychological jargon or getting hit with this fake science jargon. And it's like, God, just stop. Like, can we just defend us for such a simple thing? They go to space, come back with powers. Like, how, how much? Why does the guy be more complicated than that? I feel like that's also a very anime type thing. So, so <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just done the same thing. Uh, like, what is the anime about any of this except that they fight kaijus? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So we have the meta talent ops director, who's Reed, who his ability, like like you mentioned, Mac, he can create make himself smarter by using his ability because he's creating additional neural links in his mind. So he can basically think faster and better. So he doesn't have this elongation power in this. He just can make himself smarter and then therefore figure out ways out of situations and how to defeat enemies. But he has to like do something like he has to put his mind in like a specific mindset. So it's like if he were to try and use his elongation ability, like he has to focus on doing that. He has to do that with his own mind. Yeah, he's like laying down on the floor. It's like it's 
It's weirdly dramatic. I thought it was intriguing at least, but yeah, the rest of them just have basically the same powers, except they are in, they, they're in like the center of like, they have their suits, they get energy and then the rest of their ability forms around them. And they're like giant also beings. Yeah. Like the torch is a Kaiju. Uh, I mean, basically like a suit, like a fire mech, um, invisible woman can, like hangs out at invisible creatures and yeah i couldn't tell if she was manifesting them because they said that she like talked to them and then i don't know basically there's invisible creatures and stuff that she can use and then and then the thing pulls rubble into yeah he the can thing. he can kind of um i would i would almost say he can kind of do what uh hulk's dad did in that ang lee hulk movie where he can like put his like arm on different material. So if it's like metal, he phase into that and then use that particular metal. Or if it's rubble rock, like he's just using materials from around him. Well, it's uh, it's not really one for one, but like that Ben 10 character that like whatever he touched. Yeah. Is that material? Kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he like, but basically he just makes rocks because he's the thing and he just turns it to big thing. Um, mm hmm. That, and there's that, like they try to that panel though that is cool like the punch he throws against Denialis is cool. Yeah, and I I didn't mind the change in like his character either because Ben is like Reed calls him an introvert, but he's like more than that. Like he barely doesn't re- he doesn't really. Then he gets his suit on and he talks so much smack, and he's like it's pretty cool. Like, I like this kind of like now that he's got the suit, he he's willing to talk some trash, but like. Before that, he's just this yeah. like timid guy. Yeah, like oh, that was interesting. He's, I guess he's this wow. meek. He's a meek guy with a stutter, and then as soon as he gets the energy through his suit, he just goes off and he starts talking all kinds of trash to the point where he's cussing. But it's Marvel, so they blocked out with a black box yeah, over right. all of the characters. There's so many characters in this that have to use that. So the person that wrote this issue just wanted to cuss a bunch, and then Marvel was like, <laughs> "No, just put a black box over it." That's what we need for Jay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the team has to get stuff prepared because they, they did these tests and their whole worry was is that these Xeno cultures, so like unknown cultures, were going to start coming into their world. And one of those ends up being a nihilist who's making his way down. And so they're developing the team. You have Jonathan Storm. So you have a female version of the Human Torch in this one. And then Sue, but for some reason, rather than S-U-E, they spelled her name S-I-O-U-X. The first two times I read that, I had no idea what they were talking about. (laughs) It wasn't until the, like, interviews where I was like, oh, Sue. They they all start fighting. Reed does his power to figure out how to defeat Annihilus. And then they use, like, they find out that Annihilus has some type of cosmic rod in him that is when he's getting beaten or he's like destroyed the cosmic rod will allow an alternative version from another universe of Annihilus to come and take his place. So it looks like he's just healing himself, but he's really just swapping out with another version of himself. It's reckless. It, it, that's a cool concept. Not if you're weak, but it doesn't really play out in an interesting way. Like, Dude, uh, you're just getting your ass kicked. You're just getting <laughs> multiple versions of yourself beat up. It's just, just stalling I, the time. What are you I talking like about? I like it, but I, I, I think it's really interesting. It just, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? No, like, but that's no. really funny. It's just like, you think you've beaten me. You just kicked my ass multiple times. Yeah, I, I guess he's taking his brain and putting it. What's interesting is it's 
identical. That's not good. It's not good. It'd this, be interesting if he like good. came this in with like weak. like some different, weak. different multiverse form of himself or something. You That'd can make cool. it sound as cool as you want, but he's getting continuously beaten, son. No, he's, you... getting, he's getting jumped by the Fantastic Four. What do you? Why you? you sh- yo, <laughs> Kaiju Fantastic Four. <laughs> nah, man, he has ass beat. I don't want to hear nothing. It's not cool. You're not cool if you get beat up. It's that's not how that works. Yes. Can you imagine, like, because he's he's switching out with alternate versions of himself. So if if this character is just like full on just having a conversation or talking with another person in their universe, and all of a sudden they swap out, and there's just like a totally wrecked version of it, yeah, just chilling out there. Like, <laughs> this is you know what moment this is when you find out that you're a side character where every <laughs> alternate version from every point of existence gets washed. <laughs> it ain't you, pal. It ain't you. You ain't the big bad. Pack it up. Let's go. Yeah, well, it's rough, but yeah, that that's how that one ends. They end up defeating Annihilus by taking out that cosmic rod, uh, okay. and then we move on to my least favorite issue of this entire one, which was the Ghost Riders. This was insanity. Like I, I, I this one I had trouble following, not because of science jargon, just because everybody is related for some reason. Yep. There's all this like weird stuff going on. Hulk shows up in the most like jammed in kind of way possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so bad. And the art is atrocious. Oh my god. This one might have been the biggest problem because it was one person doing everything. One person did the art, the writing, the the text, like like colors, ink, everything. And so it just got probably really rushed i feel bad because this is dedicated to this individual yeah i felt bad too because i'm like screw this the whole time and then boom it's like oh it's dead <laughs> i do not like this at all and then it's dedicated to a brother who had passed away so uh, it should have started with that it should have started with that that's what i'm saying <laughs> he's like what a, it's like a twist like oh now you're the you're the bad guy for crapping on this <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just, it looks like a webtoon. It does, like, yes, and, and I mean that in the worst way. I don't want to disrespect webtoons because like some cool stuff comes out of there, but it is the worst of webtoons. Like it looks like the same background. He's just like putting different stuff on it. I don't know if that's what he was doing. Yeah, but like he has that diner called like Beelzebub or whatever. Beelzebub. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that's you know what that is, you know what that means yes i know what it means this is so on the nose it's ridiculous <laughs> but it's also like yo ghost rider shows up and uh oh, what's his up. name uh, so it's it's uh, hellstorm is like chilling there hellstorm. yeah hellstorm's chilling yeah, he's there. like like we're brothers <laughs> <laughs> and he goes around like what like what do you mean we're brothers and then this giant devil woman comes up with big old boobies, and he's yeah, like, "That's she... our sister." <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> it's like, "What is happening?" <laughs> yeah, those are big old boobies. <laughs> yeah, it, it's ridiculous. He's kind of like hit on his sister too, and then he's like, "Yo, that's our he sister." He just found out. <laughs> he just found out. It's so weird. Yeah, and then John Johnny Blaze in this has never been Ghost Rider before. Like Hellstorm basically does some magic and turns him into Ghost Rider for the first time. So he has like a flaming head now. And he freaks out and he's like, what'd you do to my head? And then there's like all these weird little monsters that they fight that I guess are monsters that come from hell. Yeah, man. And I mean, obviously. Yeah, but they just look, they don't look like hell monsters. Nothing looks how it's supposed to look in this, okay? <laughs> no. Yeah, and Hulk looks real bad. Hulk looks real bad. I even screenshot something that Hell, was it Hellstrom? Yeah, or Hellstorm. It's something he says, and, and it's about his sister. He's like, come my brother, evil has exposed its bear behind and we must spank it. 
Whoa. That is that is in this comic book. Dedicated to this guy's brother. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, Hulk Storm and Ghost Rider do nothing in this episode because all it ends up happening is the giant Hulk fights Satana, and then that's it. Yeah. 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 It doesn't... Nothing happens. Nothing happens. It doesn't make sense that everybody's related. It doesn't... Like, Ghost Rider doesn't do anything interesting at all. Like, there's no interesting no. development for This anything. is what happens when you try to get every IP into the same story. <laughs> it just... And they don't even they don't even bother to bring them into the big ending no. at all. <laughs> Ghost Rider and Hellstorm don't even show up in the final. Everyone else does, oh, except for the next one, too. I don't think Punisher Yeah, the next one, which is also booty. I was so frustrated by the Ghost Rider one. Like, it... The reason I didn't mind the Ghost Rider one as much as the Fantastic Four, because at least the Ghost Rider one was a smooth, easy read. Like, if I'm going to read something that sucks, at least make it easy on me. Like, the (laughs) the Fantastic Four one had like a million text boxes. Nothing was, was like flowing for me in any interesting way. This wasn't good, but it was quick. (laughs) I'll say that for it. That's a good selling point. It's not good, but it's quick. Oh, man. All right. So then we jump over to the Punisher. Uh, and again, I wasn't a fan of the art. The writing was whatever. Strangely enough, though, it was written by Peter David, who has done like a bunch of Hulk storylines too, like really prolific stuff. A lot of this stuff makes me think that like they got people that didn't fully grasp what anime is. And they're just like going on like the basic, the most basic understanding of it. Because it's like, oh, hot women doing weird shit. Like, that's anime. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because they have this female Punisher that she, to punish people, she just spanks them. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Oh. And she wears, like, a geisha, like, yeah. outfit. Yeah. And, and then she has a sister that is, I don't know if her sister's actually based on an actual character. I didn't pick up on who she was, if anything. She's just there, like, and then she gets a sword that's cursed. We don't find out what the curse is. Nope. Um, <laughs> and she saves Punisher because Punisher's like in you know in it with like some Korean gang. I don't know what's going on, and they fight a Oni Oni. Yeah, an Oni, which actually was all right. Like the sword cutting on that was all right, but overall, geez, yeah, I don't even know what I was. I I, I did not know what was going on. <laughs> That's literally all you have to know about this issue. There's a female <laughs> Punisher. She spanks her the the victims. And then her sister gets a cursed sword and her sister shows up and helps her fight the big bad at the end. That's it. That is this entire issue. The Punisher is also like a headmaster of a school. Yes. um, For some reason. So the headmaster of a school spanking people. (laughs) Anime. (laughs) Literally, that's fan service. It is. It's like all fan service. And it's like, okay, look, I get fan service is a thing in anime, but like it's not the essence of anime. Like, come on. Yeah, it's just tropes. That's what they're throwing in here. So I did have to look. I wanted to talk about this. I guess it's a good point at any. The whole like when I first started reading this, I'm like, this is an anime. Like, like, uh, and then I started like thinking about when this was written, and it's 2000 to 2002, basically, which for some reason this ran for two years. Um, I and I'm I'm like looking it up. Like the only anime that's like big that was out, like obviously Dragon Ball Z is out, and like, but like One Piece had just started. Naruto had not even started yet. Uh, Bleach hadn't started yet. So the big three hadn't even been established when this was written. So, like, I'm thinking, like, this is an anime, but it, it, because it feels like it's just all big robots and half naked well, women. Like, well, this guy's just, that's what he's doing. He's trying to 
but keep it Marvel based with just using as many tropes as possible to make it feel right. like manga. But what I'm talking about, what I'm saying though, is a lot of the things that I think are like anime tropes that I really like or anime tropes that I think aren't in this because a lot of this stuff hadn't been established yet. Yeah, like, but also dude's not a manga writer. No, of course. But that's the all. other thing. That's the other thing. And I, I, I don't understand. And Marvel should do this. Get like a manga writer and or artist or both. They're usually the same person. Mm-hmm. And let them write an issue. And but, that would be off. Anything they I, want. Like that would be awesome. I, I get what you're saying, but why would you do that when you already have source material? We already know who all these characters are, all their beefs. Just go off of that. Just go off no, of that. I agree, but I just I would like to see Sabretooth like, Woods versus Wolverine in an anime setting. Like that would have been just dope. Just go well, into the fight. Exactly. Just show up in different exactly. parts of the world. Yeah. We don't need all this crazy backlog. And let's over explain what's happening and what we're thinking about while it's happening, why it's happening. Yeah. Not necessary. No, you're not right. necessary. You're right. Anime could be as simple as like a cool fight. They took the worst parts of anime and tried to apply it. I'm sorry. One thing I wish they expanded on, and we talked about potentially covering this, was a free comic day issue a few years ago. It included a story that had Marvel Universe versus Titans from Attack on Titan. Yeah, and the it's art really cool. Yeah, the, and it's it's like six pages, but the art's fantastic. It, it's really engaging. I would love them to do to bring in things like that into the Marvel Universe and like have it be its own thing. Like just do an offshoot. You don't need to introduce any characters. Just dive right into it. A quick one shot. Yeah, yeah. they they did a, they did a My Hero one too that I've not read. Um, it was a free comic book day as well. Um, also, just shout out to the to the Deadpool manga. Yeah, it's really good. Samurai Deadpool is awesome. It's ri- it's a straight up manga. Like the Japanese dudes writing it, drawing it, and they they have that character like perfect. Like I I've read a lot of Deadpool's that I wasn't enjoying. This Deadpool is actually really good. So I think I think there is a case where you you can get like a, a dude who draws and writes manga to do an issue. Crossover? Yeah, All Might's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like that to like. I think that would be a fun way for Marvel to do something like this. Um, but, you know, this was they tried. They went for it. <laughs> yeah, not well. Anime was becoming, becoming really big, and they were like, let's get in on nah, it. Son, they, they, they knew what they were doing with this. <laughs> if they, I, 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 oh, I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. <laughs> uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you take the reins on this one then, Jay, because uh, the next one's Spider-Man. There you go. All right, so are we, is this the end? Is no. This so the so end? We, have, no. we have Spider-Man, X-Men, and then the final issue. So... Let, let's talk about a little bit what's going on with Spider-Man. I like the Spider-Man one. We kind of already talked about we all hate the design of Venom in this issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they overcomplicated Kingpin, too. They, he's linked to some family that doesn't seem to matter in any way. Uh, whatever. Nah, I, I didn't like any of this. <laughs> like, it, it was the worst. Like, I don't know. I just felt like this version of Spider-Man was mad useless. Okay. I, and they also mentioned the spider scroll, and I thought it was gonna be like Naruto, where he like gets mm. a scroll and like learns how to get like spider powers, like a ninja. No, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't do any of that. He... <laughs> but he looks cool. I actually really like the art. On I like the I like the art. I like Spider Man's design in this one. Yes, no, Spider Man has a cool design, but I feel like that's as far as it goes. He's got like grappling hooks really? instead, of, even though he webs Hulk this, later on. Nah, but he's got grappling hooks that he's like feel. swinging around. Dude, with he does not stand a chance. Like it no. just, it, I'm like, nah, he's not gonna really try to take on the. Hulk. And this is like one of the tiniest Spider Mans I've ever seen. Like oh, he's real small, very small, <laughs> straight up boy. Yeah, he's just a boy. He's the size of that Kaiju Hulk's toenail. <laughs> yeah. By the way, he's related to Venom. Why not? I hate it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I hate it so right, much. Right, right, right. Yeah. So in this issue, Venom is the actual son of Ben, who is the sensei. 
of the spider uh dojo yeah yeah so the spider clan this is horrible this is horrible everybody (laughs) uh and then kingpin is the head of the kujikuri who is just another clan because why not why not (laughs) Uh, and then literally hulk shows up uh venom and venom is told to go kill spider-man he's like no i won't go kill him and then kingpin's like no go kill him and then venom said okay yeah, basically. And then Venom goes back and kills Kingpin for some reason. I don't know. And that's it. That's the issue. Like, Venom. So Venom and Spider-Man fight. And then uh, Kaiju Hulk shows up. Spider-Man has to choose between going after Venom to fight revenge Revenging. against for Ben or saving MJ, who's about to get squashed by Hulk. Of course, he chooses to save MJ. That's the end of the issue. What Goku? You were supposed uh, to tell No, us. no, 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 because the Goku moment doesn't happen yet. We're, we're, it's almost upon us. Okay. It's almost upon us. <laughs> All right. L- let's jump through the X-Men one really quick, because then we get into the real ending of this entire story. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. No, but Wolverine looked like ass. Oh, my God. I hated this version of Logan. Yeah, he has, like, laser claws in this one. But Cyclops is that man. I didn't like the way Cyclops looked what, at all. What no, wide optic no, blast? You weren't no. feeling that? No, that was you cool. You weren't feeling that? That was cool. That happens doesn't that happen in the last one? No, but I'm saying like he's like clearly the coolest X-Men. Uh I, Cy- I Cyclops looks badass. He's way actually, cooler than friggin' Wolverine. I actually like Nightcrawler's design. Also, Rogue didn't look bad. Like she looked kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, but green not hair like Rogue, Rogue right? Yeah, yeah, she she was on brand though. Uh, I didn't understand any of the story that was going on with Rogue. I don't know if that was like something that was happening in the X Men comics at the time, because there's like all this stuff about like the other magic user was like trying to feel the touch of a human. You know so I, I was cool? like so confused by what yeah, the story so was. I can, I can break this one down real quick. Uh, it is Rogue is wanting to feel the touch of another human being. She can't do it because she steals her powers and basically wrecks them. Uh, Storm used to be in a coven with this other character named Sefton the Sorceress, and they were almost defeated by Magnus, who's basically Magneto, but he's this like spirit entity thing that's going on. I didn't realize that was supposed to be Magneto at all. So that's Magneto, (laughs) who is a spirit. For some reason, all of all of the blue characters are evil. In this, <laughs> they're so, called like Azure, yeah, Azure, yeah, Azure, Azure or Azure, yeah. or what, however you say it. So it's like Beast, <laughs> Nightcrawler, Mystique, and then the Seft and the Sorcerer. So I didn't know how I felt about the entire t- villain team being blue. I was like, that's a little weird. Uh, yeah. Not a big fan of that one, but yeah. So the whole storyline is that uh, Rogue goes with the Sefton, and then they're going to bring back Magnus so that they can get revenge and kill Magnus. And then for some reason, Rogue is going to be able to touch another human being. Yeah, I didn't get... Also, uh, they read her diary to figure a lot of this out, which was like a weird choice. Like, they were like, let's explain to the to the audience what's happening here. And then they read the diary, and it doesn't really clear much up. But uh, Colossus is a sumo wrestler. That was awesome. Uh- <laughs> right, right, right. So when they bring Magnus' spirit back, he has to come into not a human body. He has to go into like a mech body. And so they put him in the corpse of Colossus. <laughs> Who, by the way, instantly kills uh, the Seraph chick. And they're like, oh my God, she's dead. And it's like, you don't even really see what happened. No. Like- <laughs> uh, and then Storm just straight up barbecues Mystique to a, yeah. to a, a skeleton. Straight up murder. Like, these X-Men are just murder hobos. 
Yeah, yo. <laughs> Wolverine's trying to murder everybody. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of that. That's really like on point. Yeah, that's I on did brand. like Nightcrawler's design in this. Nightcrawler was kind of cool. I didn't know why he was doing what he was doing at all, but he looked cool. Mm-hmm. I I really liked the encounter that was between Wolverine and Nightcrawler. Like their fight was actually really good. It was probably the fight that maybe yeah. went on the longest in all of these issues. But it yeah, it, right. it culminates with Wolverine has two of his claws on either side of of nightcrawler's face and he's like do you think you can get you can teleport out of here quicker than i can put my third claw up and then he tries to bamf and he disappears but then you just see all this blood on the middle uh claw of wolverine Ooh. yeah then for some reason his tail is there i don't know yeah yeah, yeah he cut through his face but his tail stayed <laughs> <laughs> there's no blood on the tail at all i was like is that a fake tail like i couldn't even tell like <laughs> he's like a lizard it just like falls off if he gets into a bad situation <laughs> but yeah there's a tail there i don't know somehow wolverine got his tail um but yeah that fight is interesting and nightcrawler does look because nightcrawler's like got a dagger and he's like ready to yeah. shank everybody like <laughs> Just teleporting, just having people. Serious <laughs> murder going on. And then this fight ends because Rogue steals Jean's powers and becomes the Phoenix. Fucking oh, yeah, yeah. Insanity. Let's insanity. add that. Let's insanity. add that to everything. Unnecessary <laughs> insanity. It's just chaos at this point. Let's just do whatever. And by the way, that doesn't matter when they show up in the lives. It doesn't. Dude, dude, you have an Omega level threat now. You have two Omega level threats on the Earth at the same time in the same area. Why is this happening? And it doesn't even matter. It doesn't make sense. It's insane. You have the Phoenix and Kaiju Hulk and this dude. We have Mephisto running around. We got all these demons everywhere. What is happening? And none of it matters. Not uh-huh. one thing matters. No, not at all. <laughs> because by the way, we'll get to this. But uh, basically, Thor comes and saves the day, and he's not. This is the Goku moment. This is the Goku moment. He's not even introduced in. What are you talking about? He's totally introduced. He's totally how. Oh, what's the setup for Thor? I was like, who? I'm all right. We yeah, we're yeah yeah yeah. We're in the last issue now, because that's the very this issue. All right. So the last issue. Bang. Yeah. So twelve. All right, last issue, fucking, we get Tony Stark, Tony with an eye, basically controlling the mech suit of Iron Man. We, it's going down. It's going down. Kaiju doesn't go versus down. Gundam, and Hulk obliterates this poor girl. Just instantly kills her. Spider-Man, yo, Tony Stark, Tony with an eye, is Krillin, son. There's no <laughs> way you're telling me that's not Krillin. 100%. So then, so Krillin's in, in, in Peter Parker's little baby arms. He's like, and as he's saying, Tony, yo, Doctor Doctor Strange shows up. Is like, yo, you want to, you want to empower, you want the power of a god to get vengeance with the power of. Life? He's like, yes. And then there's this fucking. They, they, I screenshot this because it's really dope. It looks like when Goku finally snaps because his dead best friend or love interest has died in his arms. Blue light comes down. Golden warrior is born. Who's the golden warrior? Thor, Super Saiyan. The little, the little kid is no longer little and weak. He's jacked and strong with long luscious glowing locks and immediately in one shot you just get a thud and it's my fit you just straight up hits hulk in the face and just ends his life on contact sends his ass to the shadow realm and then spirit bombs dormammu give me your energy everyone give me your energy and kamehameha is the man in the chest what 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 it was all straight trash it was the worst. but that's not goku that's all goku 
That's literally the man. That, yo, they even spirit bombed the bad guy. Yeah. Goku's still Goku. Thor coming out of nowhere was just now nah, the fact nonsense. that Thor can end the Hulk with just one hammer to the face is absurd. The like, hammer shot was cool though. The hammer shot. Dude cool. ate a nuke. He ate a tactical nuke. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, in this, oh my gosh, this issue. So on top of all that, when it starts up, you have the Avengers who have formed the Iron Avenger. Right, the ultimate Avenger. It shows up immediately, gets obliterated. Ultimate nothing, like, like nothing. It just Hulk just wrecks it. Then you get Iron Man, Tony with an eye, gets her mech, and then that gets wrecked immediately by Hulk. No, do you know what that symbolism for Vegeta when he just kept showing? I am a Super Saiyan. Bap! No, you're not. Die again. I am a Super Saiyan. I have ascended. Bap! No, you're not. You're Go giving again. him too much credit, man. This is so. No, this is not. so. The phrase of Goku. No, by what are you not. talking about? It's no, literally it's the signs not. are all there. No, you just don't want not. to admit no, that something this ass could be close to something it's you love. Nothing like Dragon Ball. It's exactly dude. like Dragon. What are you talking about? Nothing. Yo, this man's out of control. Everybody. Except the spirit bomb. The nah, spirit bombs. Right nah, right. bro, you're lying to yourself. Which Stop isn't even a spirit. You're lying to yourself. You don't want. You don't want. You don't want it. Stop lying. I, just admit that it's real. You're just admit, stretching real hard. Right I'm now. not stretching real hard. What are you talking about? <laughs> we, yo, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Out of order. This man is yeah. out of control. <laughs> you're calling Tony with an eye, Vegeta. Get out of here. Well, no. Well, <laughs> no. The, the Namor. Namor is like Vegeta. The, everything that gets its ass yeah, beat is Vegeta. Vegeta. Like, oh, we're gonna beat everything that gets yes! ass beat is Vegeta. Yes, it's all symbolism, son. <laughs> you kill me, bro. What are you talking about? They're not gonna. They can't have like a hundred Vegetas, but literally everyone that you think is gonna beat Frieza dies. That's exactly I, what happens. This is exactly what happens. We all knew Vegeta was not beating Frieza. We all knew Goku was beating. Obviously, Frieza. but no one knew Thor. Dude, I thought I didn't know Thor was gonna win because I didn't know I didn't Thor think... was an option. All right, I didn't know the freaking <laughs> Megazord was gonna lose in point two seconds of being made. Like, the, who saw that coming? That was cool, though. No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> I like Hulk. Also, does the the gamma blast? Yeah, yeah, he does the gamma mouth. blast. Yeah, he just yes, into, into Iron the Iron Avengers friggin' mouth, which yeah, is kind of he's just cool. straight up Godzilla, basically. Like yeah, he's, Godzilla with a square yeah. head. <laughs> yeah. So while they're all dealing with giant Hulk uh Godzilla, Namor is showing up, finally getting into the base, and then they're able to unlocking and basically summon this version of Dormammu, who looks like mega demon like mouths in his uh, open stomach because his chest and his legs don't touch each other. There's spaces, but then there's these yeah, rotating yeah. like mouths that are in his stomach. It is. A, I like that design. It's really cool. I'll post a picture of it too. Did you think that Namor was involved in that plot or was he just kind of in his own thing kind of being used by Namor wanted to like take over, but Strucker was using him to get in there because Strucker is the one that basic that summons Dormammu. Namor just wanted to do other things. He basic Strucker just uses Namor for to do other stuff. Is yeah, Strucker yeah. the one that shot out that crazy skull ghost cannon like Shang Tsung? Yeah, that was pretty cool. I, think I thought so. that was yeah. Really he cool. does like a Hydra magic, and it's like yeah, he looks a like skull Shang Tsung with like tentacles coming. Yeah, because he because he has like this Hydra magic barrier stuff going on. <laughs> it's it's interesting. We get that summoning, and then all of a sudden, like all the characters that we had talked about earlier show up to help try and fight this giant like threat but everything just gets whooped on it because nobody can beat it and then you find out that uh banner isn't hasn't turned into this hulk but banner was able to make a connection with these beings in this negative zone 
and summon the Hulk. And that's what leads to uh, Doctor Strange being able to channel magic through Banner to then have Banner uh, summon Thor. But then for some reason this time, Banner becomes Thor. I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. Yeah, I don't know why Banner isn't the Hulk, but Banner is Thor when he's like summoned. What is going on with Namor's sister and... And Banner, I, yeah, I was so, just like, Na- yeah. why is this necessary yeah. at all? Namora is in love with Banner, but then you find out that Tony with an I is in love with Banner. And, that, <laughs> and that's <laughs> why, wants for, some, for some reason, that's why Tony wanted to restart this energy well negative zone thing for Banner. But we, like, it's never talked about that he wanted to do it again. No, he doesn't even remember. She erases memories. Yeah, that's the whole thing is they... they erase Banner's memory so that he doesn't remember all this horrible stuff that he did, but that's what represses Hulk. And so when he gets kidnapped and then hit on the head, those memories come, some of them come back and that's what unleashes the Hulk. It is so unbelievably convoluted. The other thing is Dormammu shows up and I'm like, Oh cool. Dormammu's like a Kaiju too. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Hulk and Dormammu going to go at it. But then Dormammu's using Hulk. And I was like, okay, I didn't really see that coming, but whatever. But then Dormammu's like never even on screen. Like it's just a whole beating stuff up. And then you see like the headshot of Dormammu being like, yeah, like, <laughs> and it's like, what are you, you, you are a kaiju. Get out there and do some kaiju stuff. Like nah. what is happening here? Yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. Everywhere. Exactly. So like Jay said, Thor gets summoned. There's the final fight. It is literally smash with Mjolnir in the face of Hulk and then spirit bomb. And- to defeat Dormammu. Yeah, Thor is powered by uh, hope and faith. Hope, hope, like yeah, a faith. spirit yeah, bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like Goku uses. And yes, yeah, they literally say, give us your faith. Somehow he one shots <laughs> Dormammu. I yeah, don't know. With, with faith. Dude, everyone's literally got their hands out and there's a glow when people are transferring oh, their energy. Stop lying. That's a spirit Just in, bomb. Yes. That's obviously a spirit bomb. So, and who does the spirit bomb? A, go- in this. Nah, a golden haired warrior named Goku, son. <laughs> nah, I'm not. Buying. Oh! oh my god. So, once the villains are defeated, we have Bruce and Tony basically perf- like confessing their love for one another. And then they both die and are taken to Valhalla. <laughs> what is happening? Why? <laughs> Why did they go to Valhalla? They died in battle. That's all it takes. I, yo, the fact I laughed so hard though, because like the face that the Hulk's making when he gets killed with the hand. Yeah, that Hulk smashes. His anyway. eyes are like kind of popping out. Yeah, and they're like, he red. gets hit real hard. Yeah. The <laughs> fact, but then I realized I was like, oh, that killed him. Yeah. It's hilarious. Like, I know. I didn't think that was going to be it either. Dude could eat a tactical nuke and we find gets hit in the face with a hammer, dies on it. And like, dude. You know how hard he had to have hit him? No, Thor was insane in this. Thor is like... And then they're in Valhalla. Just, uh, thank God. You and once again, naked in Valhalla. Yep. Yeah, man. That's and, what you do when you're dead. And Namor's sister has nothing to do with anything. Uh, that There's... love triangle, nothing. Yeah, so Namora is in love with Banner, and he just she just has to watch as he goes off with his love, <laughs> his real love. Because they don't just like die in their bodies. Their bodies disappear, and then they're yeah, in Valhalla. That's what this was all a ploy to isolate him alone in Valhalla. The final frame is the most anime image ever of all of the people that are still alive standing next to each other at an angle, staring off into the <laughs> into the sky where there's two sparks that are Tony and Bruce in the sky going oh, to yeah. Valhalla. 
I have no idea what they were going for. Like, I, I'm not. There's Dragon Ball Z stuff here, but it just it it it's chaos, and I don't understand why. Like, they, we could have just had some cool fights, and it would have been perfect. That could have been every issue. That could have been every it issue. It doesn't make sense that it became whatever this is. Chaos. Jam every character we could possibly think of in there, and then it. Ju- I don't this know why. Cow, I don't baby. know why. That's why they knew people were going to buy this, and they did. Well, I would buy the Spider-Man issue just because Spider-Man's on it. But <laughs> see, see, <laughs> God, you just proved my point. I will say uh, a couple other like little Easter egg things in here. In the very first issue, in that room where Banner's playing video games, there is a little toy of of the Iron Giant. Just on the shelf. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of dope. I thought That's that was really dope. cool. So, like, more mechs. We got the Iron Giant in there. And then, if you look, look, watch, look at the back of the trade right now and tell me that Wolverine does not look like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. He really does. Yeah, who's this dude look like Orko? I don't know. Is that, is that, uh, that's, oh, that's, that's Nightcrawler. That's Nightcrawler. Yeah, that's Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Looking like Orko. That's kind of dope. That's really dope, actually. So, I, I will say, I had. So much entertainment reading these issues, though. Like, I feel like I definitely got my money's worth with this trade. Yeah, I mean, look, they're they're all right. They they're fun to crap on. They're I just I would like I, honestly if they did a modern version of this, where like you could incorporate some more of the modern anime tropes, like the you know Naruto at One Piece, even like My Hero kind of inner monologue type characters. That are, I think I think those characters actually fit more into what Marvel can do than actually like a lot of what they're going for here with the giant mechs and stuff. Like Marvel's not really built for that life. If you brought in someone like straight up, just do a manga, like do it like the backwards format, do a black and white, whatever, but just have all these characters involved. Don't do introductions. Don't try and change lore. Just do stories, do one-offs. I would buy these so quickly if they did something like that. Yeah. Also, I, I also like I said, just bring, just get some man, manga artists. To, yeah, if Oda drew Spider Man, I would spend all my money on that image. I would not. <laughs> it wouldn't be great, but it would be everything You'd I be wanted so in life. Shaped, I don't care. I don't care at all. <laughs> wait, Oda, Oda draws and writes One Piece for, Yo, for those of you. Man, I want Toriyama to draw the Avengers and all jacked. Like, <laughs> like imagine See, like, just that would Iron be great. Man shoulders. Just, <laughs> nah, it would probably be Captain America. He'd have like TN size shoulders and stuff like yeah, that. Just jacked awesome. out of his mind looking like Chris Evans. Yo, Trunks could kind of look like him. Imagine that. Just all jacked with little coat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just have them draw. Even if they just drew a couple images. like I would That would have been cool if they would have like paid homage to like actual animes and like did certain characters and certain styles. That would have been dope. Exactly. So what we're saying, Marvel, is bring the MangaVerse back because you haven't touched it since 2006. And do it better. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> just do it better. Well, so they've been doing Try stuff. This time. Uh, Lance, you definitely know her name. I, uh, she's a artist that she draws like in a really anime-type style. Um, oh, Peach Momoko? Yeah, yeah. So I've read a few of her comics, and they do kind of like... there was. I read a Venom comic she did. Um, no, 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 Psylocke, but Psylocke fights like a snake venom, and it's like kind of like in feudal Japan, but like she's like a samurai, like it, it had like anime vibes, and it was all based on the Momoko uh art, like it was cool, not the best or anything, but it had vibes like this kind of thing, like it's kind of like a one, I don't know if it was a one shot or maybe a couple issues, but 
and it had like the vibe and it but it was like its own story you know what i mean it felt like the manga verse even though they didn't call it that or anything. right yeah, yeah yeah and she's a great artist for this kind of thing so you know yeah she's fantastic they're trying stuff like that they're trying stuff yeah and uh this was just the first eight issues of this trade that we both own now there's still this is volume one of marvel manga verse we still got a whole volume two so uh I had a blast talking about this first one with both of you, so I would love to have you both back on to cover the final six issues of this particular yeah, trade. Yeah, cool. I'm down. I didn't realize there yeah. was only there's only six more. Why? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's only six more. Yeah, we read a lot. And then there actually is a it, there's another uh, collection of issues that's called the New Mongaverse, which came out in 2006. But I think there's only like four issues of that. There's not a lot to it. The trade though, if you ever find the new manga verse trade out there snatch it up because that thing for some reason on amazon is going for 143 bucks whoa i don't okay. think they printed many of them probably that's probably what it is yeah yeah amazon has a way of inflating things like that too. i can't i couldn't find a single one on ebay wow not a single wow, one that's crazy. okay yeah so i'll look for that so new manga verse trade if you see that in stores snatch that up because probably not a lot of people looking for it but it's worth more than it's probably what's put on the shelf in a store <laughs> yeah yeah all right fellas thank you so much for joining me uh can you let our listeners know where they can find you on the social medias uh you could check us out on we get dubbed on twitter and instagram and uh that's pretty much where you can find it and anywhere podcasts are distributed and slash sold yeah that's uh that was under salesmanship but uh yeah, what do you want I don't know, just a little pizzazz, act like you care. By the way, we do a lot, we have a lot of polls. You can vote for like stuff that moves on in our anime theme song tournaments. By the time this drops, we'll probably be gearing up for our um, end of the year outro tournament. We're going to end the year with uh, anime theme song outros. So we're going to do another tournament real quick for December. And uh, the winner, you know, we'll, we'll go out on the said under salesmanship, by the way. <laughs> undersold. We'll end the year with a specific outro that wins the tournament. You know what I mean? Let's go. We're also going to do worst do anime songs of all time. So, boom. That's there coming very later. But that's yeah. going to be a fun one. Yeah. And I'll, I'll hype you guys up even more. I don't think I laugh as hard with any other podcast except for yours. Uh, your conversation <laughs> nice, slash arguments uh, make me literally <laughs> laugh out loud. So, everyone listening to this, if you enjoyed what you heard here on this episode between... Uh, Jay West and Mac East uh, you're going to laugh even harder on their show because it is less uh, uh, what's the word reined in yeah we yeah. were buttoned up here yeah I was trying so <laughs> for everybody that like I- I'm sorry if I offended you with my words <laughs> no 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 I- I- I'm very animated I'm sorry I love it it's amazing it's time to close the book on Marvel Mongaverse so until next time this is Lance I'm Jay West. And I'm Mac East. And we're reminding you that just like our love for George Perez and his career, the crossovers are infinite. <laughs>